times here for a parent. I mean, it's been the last few months has been really, really frustrating to say the least. And I could tell that I'm shifting in a way and not in a good way. When it comes to parenting and raising a child in the teenage years, it's been one of the most challenging experiences imaginable because you're trying to teach your child the importance of of growing up and responsibilities and what their current responsibilities are and what that means in the larger meaning of life. So uh, trying to teach my daughter, hey, the importance of school, this is your responsibility, this is your job, this is why, and explaining that over and over again and not getting that message across or actually getting the message across, but in return, I'm getting straight Fs throughout the whole year is is been one of a perplexing situation that unfortunately I think is out of my scope of discipline because as a father I've removed all that I can as far as fun as all the things that she wanted to do and the only reason I haven't taken away her tablet or electronics is because her mom has a fear of or has been talked about before uh, a fear of of depression and killing herself and doing these things that she's very afraid of my child doing which as co-parenting you understand that it, it's going to be a middle ground so for me i'm like okay fine i'm not based on your feeling because of your mommy feeling i'm gonna i'm gonna abide by that but i'm not gonna pay for anything i'm not gonna do anything extra those days of her going to theater summer school are done. Those days of me buying toys or gifts or things like that, having sleepovers, doing fun things are over until she gets her act together. And and she's very stubborn in her ways. So for her, she's just adapted to whatever fun she still has. And she doesn't care to do things. She just wants to dive into that tablet, talk to her friends, so on and so forth. And this past week, she was out of school because she was sick. She got sick from somebody in school and we went to the doctors. You know, I ended up taking her to the doctors and the doctor said, okay, she can go back on Fridays or this Friday or Monday. And what, what happened in this situation was gave us a doctor's note. And that doctor's note, when I got her home, I said, listen, you give this to the teacher when you go back to school. Sure enough, I take her in on Friday to go to school. She gets sick again because uh, the breakfast she had, no problem. I have no problem with it. It is what it is, right? Can't control someone being sick. But then what happened was that the person up front reminded me and said, hey, letting you know, you got to bring a doctor's note when she comes back. And I said, okay. Did she turn in? And I, and I turned to Jasmine and I said, hey, Jazz, did you turn in the, the slip you have already? She goes, no. So it shifted my thought process again of, wow, you can't even do the simple thing that you were reminded of. And, and of course, I went on a respectful tangent with her and explained to her that you are not understanding that something as simple as you turning in a note because you were sick. Even though I know you were on your tablet the whole time, even though I know that you were being entertained by talking to your friends and doing these things and you chose to not do something as simple as turning in your work or your notes in this case and 
I went on to tell her, you probably had time to do some schoolwork. You probably had time to do catch up work, but you chose not to do it. And I feel that this is going down such a slippery slope where it's very evident to me that she is simply not motivated of doing things that she's responsible of doing at her age. And I can't hold her accountable when she's not in my house. And I can't, I don't know mom's situation per se, and I'm not throwing her under the bus or anything, but, and and I'm sure she does her part, but ultimately our child is choosing to not want to partake in being responsible and doing her part, even with a therapist seeing her twice a week or once every two weeks. So this is a child that has chosen to turtle up, like turtle in a shell and not do what she's being asked to do. But yet telling the whole world or telling the therapist, telling everybody that she's doing her part. And I had a very frank conversation with her, whether it's age appropriate or not. And I said to her, I think the path that you're going down, Jasmine, is one where I'm going to detach. I'm already emotionally detaching because I'm feeling great level of disappointment in the child, meaning that when you're making these efforts as a parent, as a father to, and above and beyond, because as we all know, a lot of people are out there working and I'm working quite a bit and I'm on call basically because she's, for anything that happens, she's calling me. She, So I'm creating a codependency issue with her and I told her that I'm not gonna be doing that when she grows up. I'm letting her know very frankly, like if you wanna continue on this path of not being responsible, not being not doing the things that you're being asked to do which are not a lot of things i'm gonna keep detaching and until i'm not legally responsible for you anymore that's really what it's gonna come down to i told her there's gonna be a day where i'm not legally responsible for you and you're still gonna be acting as if you need help and i'm gonna turn my back on you because i'm unfortunately that's a very uh, sad truth about myself is that I can emotionally detach no matter who it is. Is it cold? Absolutely. But what you realize as a person and anybody that wants to have this conversation with me, some people are going to say, well, that's your child. You shouldn't give up on her no matter what. And what I will rebut to that is that, as we all know in life, there are people that are willing to listen to their parents and their advice and listen to what they have to say their guidance and follow it because the children love the parents and want to please their parents so therefore they do as their parents want them to do and for us we've given a lot of love a lot of opportunities a lot of experiences and the very few things that we've asked her to do she's not able to do so when i see things like this and it's gotten progressively worse as time has gone then I understand the other side of that coin, which is she has to learn life on her terms. She she is going to learn life in a way where all the things that we were trying to warn her about and tell her about and discuss with her about, she's going to have to learn that through her own walk in life. And that's going to take some hard lumps that she's not understanding or wanting to comprehend. And, and I'm a kind of person that 
I, I think ultimately I, I'm not going to be available. I'm going to make sure that she gets kicked enough and traumatized enough to understand that she needs to turn her life around. And obviously that onus is on her. I think my help is going to be when she's older, it's going to be conditionally, meaning that when you're doing certain things, hold on for a second, I got to take a call, phone call work. So what I was saying about conditional support is that I'm only going to help if you do this. So, okay, you want me to help you with this? You want me to help you with getting an apartment? Okay, well, I need you to see a job. I need you to see keep a job for X amount of time. You need help with this? Okay, you need help with a car? I need you to get insurance and I'll pay half of it or something like that. Like, there's going to be something that at the end, she's going to have to go through a journey of challenges because she chose not to learn. You know, ideally in the perfect world, what I wanted to do as a parent was, hey, I give you all the fun. I give you all the opportunities. All you got to do is, is do good in school, be committed to your craft, right? And and then obviously you're, you do good enough in school that if you're not able to do something after school, maybe you can go to college and pursue that passion, right? Like just keep supporting them to do on their own and be motivated. But my child is not motivated at this stage in life or has shown me that she's motivated to to do stuff in life other than to talk to her friends and have fun and be involved in the drama and i you know it was interesting because when i was taking her to you know one of the things when she was was tell me that she loved theater and, and she wanted to learn how to be a singer a dancer and a performer then you know i was talking to the instructors and scheduling things for her to meet the instructors one-on-one and for her it became a bit too much it was Anything, what I've noticed with my child is that anything that requires work, that requires uh, a, a little bit of restraint, of, of resistance, and, and getting to that point, she quickly backs out. She quickly doesn't want to partake in it because it's a lot of work. Even something as eating healthy. Eating healthy for her is not like, I, I looked at her weight, she's at 217 pounds right now. 217 pounds she's not even 13 years old but it's like what what can you do when as a father like for me i cook here and then i'll have yogurt and fruit i can't control when she's not outside my world i i can't control when she's not around me right so part of it is i can do it but then she would choose not to eat. She just eat a fruit and yogurt and go to the room and then just grin and bear it until she's not with me anymore and then she's doing whatever she does. She keeps food in her bag, keeps food at school, all these different things that I've tried to address with her. And it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what things I do. I told her that, you know, I know you work off of fear. So I know that if I was to give you a whooping of a lifetime, that anything moving forward you would do because of that fear. Because like, for example, if I was to tell you, you need to do good in school, you would do good in school because you're afraid of getting the epic ass whooping I would have gave you by bringing home F's. You know, like that's kind of like she. I know that her fear would have drove her to be successful. So I know fear drives her to do things, not because of her own personal desire. She's not driven by that. She's driven by fear or by fun. 
That's what drives her. If it's fun, she's going to do it. If you scare the shit out of her to do it, she will do it. But asking her to think logically and responsibly in doing it, that's not happening at this stage. And, you know, I I know people may see like I'm giving up. And it's like, well, you kind of, I'm old enough to know that people have patterns. And when you live long enough, you see that the patterns live in all of, in all of us. But is people we all look different. So her story is no different than many other kids that have grown up to be that way, that I've seen grow up that way, where they don't pay attention to what the parents have to say. They think they know it all. They have figured life out, but they're not showing any initiative. It was funny because she was trying to tell me a conversation. I was having the same conversation with her about a week ago, and she was telling me about how Selena dropped out of high school. And I'm like, yeah, she dropped out of high school, but guess what? She was working her ass off, going to all these events with her dad, and showcasing her talent and working on her craft you haven't done any of that you don't show any inner passion to do that so and i and i and i tell her this all the time i'm all about you dismissing school if you have that drive if you show that initiative i know people are not meant to be in the curriculum of school trust me if i had a girl like her that was trying to hustle trying to sell her brands online on ebay and do her own thing and say you know that fuck school i just want to create these things and sell them because i know that if i make them for five dollars i could sell them for 10 and i could make money from doing that then i'd be like okay i get that because for me the motivation that engine and that was it was funny because a a a, a, a conference meeting i was in it was it was talking about that. Like, I just care about, I hire people that have that engine in them, that have that inner drive. And I, and I'm, that's how I feel. Like, you know, I, as a person, I know if you have that inner drive or not. And she doesn't have it right now. Like, her, her mode at this stage in life is, I just want to talk to my friends. I want to have fun. I want to eat like shit. I don't want to be responsible. And I, I, I got it all figured out, even though I don't put any effort into that. And I just call mom and I call dad anytime I need help. Because that's what they're there for. And I, I, she's going to be in for a hard reality. I told her this and I know her mom hates it when I bring it up. Her mom never responds to me <laughs> when I when I say this and I tell her mom all the time, I'm not going to be around. I'm not going to be around when this shit turns sideways. I'm not going to support. I'm not going to put any dime into it once this shit turns sideways. And I will let the therapist know as well and my follow up with her. And because I think at the end, there, there has to be a blow up of some sort where she has to either be with me full time or with her mom full time. Something where she has a rigid routine and restrictions. Because right now, as is, it, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. She doesn't care about school. She doesn't care about her responsibilities. She has to be told what to do. Again, something as simple as turning in your excuse note to school. She's not able to do that. Think about it. She was out of school the whole week. And she was reminded, the one thing you have to do, Jasmine, is to do this. But she remembers her phone she remembers other things that are fun 
She remembers about her shows when they come on. But she doesn't remember or want to care about the things that she's responsible for. So she's avoiding her actions show me where her mindset is. I can't beat it into her. And I'm taking away all the fun that's possible. So I guess for me, it's like I just have to sit back and wait. Because again, I'm not going to reward it and I'm not going to enable it. I told her this. I told her this. I said, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to turn my back on you because I know you want to learn life the hard way. And it's a sad thing because obviously we don't want to see our kids going through that. But for my end, it's I've given her emotional support. I've been emotionally available. I've been financially supportive. I've sacrificed decisions as we all have as parents. Uh, I, I just think as a, as a dad, I, I think I've done more than the average bear when it comes to my responsibilities and commitments and things that I'm being asked to do. Everything that I do, the world that I, I built is to be there for her and supportive for her. But she is not taking that and running with that opportunity. She's not. And I try to remind her of that, that, you know, a lot of your friends in school that you tend to levitate to don't have the opportunities. They don't have the the father that you have here where if you were to do your job in school, and I had another conversation about her with this, the same. If imagine this, like you see these kids in TV shows and in plays, and they're getting, you know, they're making a career out of that. Guess what? They have to have good grades. Because because of labor laws, you just can't be a 16-year-old dropout and go try out for a new Matilda play. Like they're not able to hire you for that. Okay, and guess what? Right now you're 217 pounds. You're eating like a fucking cow. Like visuals is important, like in, in these things. You think you're gonna get lead roles? And I told her that. And, and and you know, I think people are gonna get sensitive about it, but we all know weight is a problem. Like you have to, for health reasons, first and foremost. But if you're trying to be in show business, if you're trying to be in that world, you have to be the best version of of, of yourself. And I was telling her that, you know, you live in a time, Jasmine, where now they're pushing this thing of representing other walks of life more so than ever. So you have the talent, you have the charisma, but you don't have the inner drive. You don't have the personality. And obviously my conversations are not getting through to you. And obviously so far the therapist sessions are not getting through to you. So, and mom's conversations are not getting through to you. So... If, if you're just being stubborn and you've in and it's a shame because I, I just don't want to hear about depression again, because depression, you maybe feel sad, but there's people out there in the world that are depressed that are providing for their families. So that's not an excuse. I'm having you see therapy. I'm having you talk to somebody about it. And but if you're not doing the bare minimum, which is doing the simple things about doing good in school and i'm not asking for a's and b's i'm asking for c passing grades so you can move on to the next year she doesn't even care about that so you know for her school is a social gathering event where she does a little work she doesn't want to show up to school anytime she's sick she doesn't show up i can't beat it in her and like i said i can't and at this point it's just going to be even more enforceable but I, I put this out there as a reference point to her when she gets older and if she listens to any of these is that 
you have to understand that you created this path. I try to provide as a father opportunities for you to succeed. And I think having food, having shelter, and having the ability to financially support whatever dreams and desires you have are are always going to be in play. And you chose not to do that. You chose not to do your part in school. You chose not to be responsible. You chose not to show initiative because you think everything is going to come to you. People are not going to give you things because you're just Jazlene walking into the room. You're not a celebrity. You're not Madonna. You're not Michael Jackson. You're not Ariana Grande where people are rolling over to give you things. You have to earn that. And that takes work. Selena had to work. All her Ariana Grande had to work. Millie Bobby Brown had to work. They all had to work. And, and part of that work is doing good in school. So I think it's just a disappointing thing to see the train wreck unraveling before your very eyes. And you know where it's going. You've seen this road. You've walked this road before. Not yourself. Because I chose not to walk that path. But she's choosing a path that I've seen so many people take and know where it ends. Uh, the only hope that I have is that therapy hopefully helps her realize it. I think she's going to have to fail school, which is fine. I don't care. I've become numb to all of this. I, I just don't care. I do repeat myself to her all the time, but I'm, I'm emotionally checked out and I've changed with her. I've changed with her emotionally because there. There isn't any joy in seeing a train wreck unraveling before your very own eyes. And you can't beat it out of her. And like I said, I'm doing my part, but I, I can't control what doesn't happen in my house. Right. It, it's one of those things that no matter how much you, you want to control the whole experience, you can't. And that's the drawback about co-parenting. And I'm saying it in a bad way, but that when you have different parents with different viewpoints and then when situations come up and you see different solutions to that problem you can't do anything about it because at the end your house is your house and their house is their house my life is my life and their life and it's again not saying anything negative it's just that the way we tackle problems is different and that's what it is so I don't I'm I think the best way for them to deal with it is to let professionals like therapists handle these matters and have them unwind the way they are. But I know that if I can't help a child, I'm not going to help somebody that doesn't help themselves. And I, and I think that when you're giving this person so much and they're choosing not to do their part and they're choosing and, and they claim they, they love their parents, but you don't love your parents enough to to do your part. I love you, but I don't love you enough to enable you. Just as much as you don't love me enough to do your part, I don't love you enough to enable you. And I don't know how that sounds. I don't know how that feels, but it's as a parent, I always tell her these things. I have two roles to show you love to show you that you love that then you appreciate it and that you were thankful that you are part of this world and to teach you 
And I told her right now, I've never been more disappointed in your development, Jocelyn. Never been as, this is the most disappointed I've ever felt. And I could tell that I, I've changed and I could tell that I've become numb. And like That's exactly how I feel. Like, I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to get sad. It's whatever. Because there's nothing I can do. I am doing what I can, which is controlling the fun. You know, obviously, that's her punishment for not doing her part, not seeing friends, not having fun things to do. And and then secondly is, um, is having to see therapy. And hopefully somebody outside the realm of the immediate family helping her see that the way she's going about it is not going to end well. Wish me luck. Classic and upkeep, spreading that thing like Bobby. This ain't in my body.